Hey guys, this is Eric. I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime Caitlin and I are going back and forth at each other, we are just joking. We're great friends and it's just the nature of our friendship. I just wanted to clear up any misconceptions about that. We love you guys and we hope you enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening to the Faith Factor Podcast. Our mission is simple, to help late teens and young adults conquer fear by applying faith to their lives. We hope that you'll not only be able to learn something from our podcast, but that you'll be able to take it and apply it to your own life. With that being said, let's dive right into God's Word on this week's episode of The Faith Factor. Happy Friday, everyone. This is the Faith Factor Podcast. We are your host. I am Zach. This is Caitlin. This is Eric. How are y'all doing today? I'm doing amazing. How are you doing? Awesome. Doing pretty good, actually. I I had to think (laughs) about that. How are you, Eric? I had to think about that for a second, but Eric, how are you doing? I'm doing absolutely fantastic because my joy is in the Lord and... That was the biggest lie. Not the joy of the Lord part, just... uh, Wow. (laughs) Look at Eric starting off our Christian podcast with a lie. We hope your work week was great or your school week. Either one, whatever you're doing, you know, because it's the weekend now. I've been talking to people uh, since uh, our first podcast released, and so many times I've had people come up to me and they said, Zach, we really like the episode, but we have to know, why is Eric so mean to Caitlin? Do people and actually ask that? Yes, I've actually had people yeah. ask that question. So now, Eric, I just wanted to ask you, do you feel like you should ask for forgiveness? Absolutely not. <laughs> Good, because I don't forgive you, and I never will. Eric is an ugly frog. <laughs> I'm going to be holding this grudge forever, and you know what that will do to me? It will make me become bitter and hostile, and that's what happens to unforgiving people. Let's talk about that. Why is forgiveness important? Well, so first off, the Bible calls us to forgive. That's like everywhere. We forgive as Christ first forgave us. The first thing that I think of is uh, the prodigal son. I, I think of the prodigal son, um, just how we run away constantly from Christ every day, and he's always waiting for us to come back, and he's ready with you know forgiving arms to take us back. And that's just uh, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, the prodigal son was always a really big story um, that I read when I was kind of going through a hard time that we talked about in our testimony episode. You know, uh, after my experience with church and I was around um, some people that it, it wasn't good for me to be around. And I was very, and there was a lot of angerness and bitterness out of there that came out of it. But when I read the prodigal son after all that happened, I read it with a new perspective. I read it with the perspective of the older son, the older son that stayed, because it seemed like, to, to me, it seemed like he was justified. Like the younger son sold off land, which is how he got his inheritance. He sold his name, he sold his right to be in that family and went away. And the older brother stayed back and he picked up the work. He picked up the slack and he kept grinding it out. And when I studied it and when the younger son came home, the father, when he ran to him, that was an embarrassing act. So he not only sold away his family's name, but he embarrassed his family on the same, or on the same story. Yeah, so the older son just stays off to the side, and the father comes out, and he searches for him. 
The father has to leave the party, which is just as embarrassing as running in public, which he did for his younger son. And when the older son's there, he keeps complaining about, you never gave me an inheritance, you never gave me a party, anything that my younger brother had. What he didn't realize was the angerness, bitterness, and everything that was festering in his heart came out, and he turned into the very thing he hated. He became the younger brother because he ended up doing almost the exact same thing to his father. And it was in that story when I realized that I had a lot of angerness and bitterness and stuff's in the depths of my heart that I just put away. And it wasn't until I read that story and I realized, you know, even if it's suppressed where we don't think we're acting on it, because it's still in our heart, it's going to come out in our actions whether or not we recognize it. So what are ways that it can come out in, in our actions, like you were saying? Well, for me, this was a, a term that I came across in a Netflix comedy special. What is it? It's the term self-fulfillment prophecy. Here's an example. Imagine you're dating someone and this relationship goes on for maybe one or two years. Then the relationship ends because someone cheated on you. And let's say you don't deal with that and you go into the next relationship and you're thinking this person's going to cheat on me and it's going to end badly. So subconsciously, you're pushing them away. So you may have che- or you may have pushed them away to um, where they're going to leave or you're going to push them away where they're going to cheat or something like that where your actions push them to get the result that you didn't want. So the whole point of self-fulfillment prophecy is for there to be a prophecy of an outcome that you think will happen even if you don't want it to and when it happens it's because of your actions you do it subconsciously and you ultimately say well I didn't want to do this because I knew this would happen that's a very mm-hmm. common phrase no yeah like my my dad always said going to like football games and stuff is like you have to think that you're going to do well because otherwise you're not because mm-hmm. you'll you'll do things that you normally wouldn't do because you're thinking about it you think about not doing it well I think that's kind of like the same thing you're trying to say here. Mm-hmm. So in the, in the case of my story, when uh, I left church on really bad terms, I really didn't want to go to another one because I kept thinking the exact same thing's going to happen to me over there that happened to me um, back in college. And the entire time, even when I went to church, I felt like I was half in, half out, and I wasn't fully engaged. And I wasn't giving my best or really wanting to be there. And I felt like I was really disconnected from the church. And I ended up finding myself saying, well, I knew this would happen. That's why I didn't want to show up. So when we go into forgiveness, that's one example of if we're not clearing out that uh, dark places in our heart and the bitterness and the angerness we're holding on to, we're going to bring that out. And we are going to destroy relationships and opportunities um, that we should be having or that God's providing us. So something too that I find really interesting is like, yes, the Bible commands us to forgive. And like, if you've been in church for any amount of time, forgiveness is a topic generally preached on once or twice a a decade. Um, It feels like it's not very commonly preached though. Like it's, it's taught, but it's not preached on. And so it's shocking to me because the Bible is pretty clear like yeah it says to forgive but then it also goes to the extreme of if you don't forgive why should god forgive you and it's kind of like crazy to me where like i've had times where i can think of that i was bitter towards people for 
a, a good amount of time. And I'm just thinking like, you know, like if I, an imperfect human, can't forgive another imperfect human, why should a perfect God forgive me? And it's kind of like, it's almost a little scary. But I think going off of your point of it may not always be commonly preached, one thing we have to remember when it comes to forgiveness, if we go to someone and we ask for forgiveness and after we've asked for it and we've received it or vice versa, there has to be a change because Mm -hmm. there is a such thing as shallow forgiveness. You know, like whenever you were kids and uh, adults made you apologize, like either a teacher or a parent, Mm -hmm. it's like, all right, go over to little Johnny and say you're sorry. And you kind of like mumble it and run off. A lot of times that's how we either apologize for sin or still how we apologize to each other. But if we're going before God and, asking for forgiveness of a sin, we're supposed to go 180 and go the other way from it. The yeah. same way if we go to someone and we ask forgiveness for or from something that we did to them, if we're truly sorry for it and we're asking for forgiveness, we're never going to do that again, or we're going to attempt never to do that. Yeah. There should be a change in actions. And I think, so I've noticed with the term forgiveness, it is often misconstrued as the word love like the word okay the term love is very misconstrued especially in this generation because people think that love is a feeling or you know just something like that and i think people think the same way about forgiveness like love is a verb yeah love is an action and it's a choice and that's the same with forgiveness like when you're married you have to choose to for to love that person every single day same with forgiveness. Whenever someone hurt us in the past, just because we say we forgave them doesn't mean that we actually forgave them. And like we're going to keep thinking about it. Especially if they hurt us really badly and they like our friendship is kind of it's it's done, our relationship is done. We're human and our that's how our minds work. We're going to keep thinking about how that person hurt us or like we're going to be reminded of of when that person hurt us and that I think forgiveness as a concept that just means every single time that hurt comes in our mind we're gonna have to choose to forgive them every single time um but I had a friend recently talk to me about how she was talking to a friend and they were um talking about how we can't forgive someone unless they ask for forgiveness and like even they they even like use scripture to back it up and I think it's like we forgive because Christ forgave us or something like that. Like that's what they're trying to use is that we can't forgive someone unless they ask for forgiveness. I just want to know what are you guys thoughts on that? I like don't you think, think that's, that's true at all? No. Because Christ died for our sins before we were even born. And that was him forgiving us. Like that's the reason he died. And I've also heard plenty of testimonies where someone may have grown up with abusive parents or uh, friends that later moved away and then Uh, they passed away before the chance of forgiveness. But if we're going back to what we're talking about and you have that angerness stuff in your heart, you have to forgive them. So there's been a few cases that I've heard from people where they haven't been alive to forgive them, but they've still had to make amends and forgive them for what they did. So I think it goes a lot more than um, going before someone and asking for forgiveness or forgiving them. I believe if you can it's the best thing whether you can meet someone one-on-one talk to them that's the best way there are other cases where it may not be safe for you to do so and you shouldn't put yourself in danger to do it 
you should, I don't know if common sense is the right word, but you should be cautious when you need to. And but, bring other people into the picture <clears throat> if you need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think so that's why of, it just shows how good God is. Like, we don't have to follow these rules pretty much to forget. Like, he gives us the freedom to forget. We don't have to wait on someone to ask us for forgiveness. We can, we can do it on our own. Yeah. I don't know. My thoughts behind it was just seemed very, like, legalistic. Yeah, like, that's what I'm Whereas you thinking. have to, like, well, I, I can't forgive you because you haven't asked yeah, for forgiveness. But, like, like, how do, like, what if I don't even know that you've wronged me? Yeah. Like, or I've wronged you. What if I don't even know that I've wronged you? Like, I hurt you with, you know, my joke. Like, you hurt me call- by calling me a d- dumb, ugly troll or whatever. You didn't actually. I said ugly um, frog. That's it. Sorry. You, so you <laughs> hurt me by calling me an ugly frog. And you're like, oh, haha, it's a joke. But, like, deep down, I was really hurt by that. And, like, you know, maybe you don't know that you hurt me. So how are we going to go about that? Like, would I come up and be like, hey, you hurt me for, you know, ask for my forgiveness. Like, you know, it just didn't make sense to me. But that's, uh, yeah, she listens to this podcast. So this is this is for you. Shout out. You know who you are. There was something else I was uh, reading just about mental health and they were talking about a lot of people have it only because it's suppressed emotions. Yeah. So yeah. not even with forgiveness, but if it's just something that you've buried way, way down, just one day it's going to come back up. And, you know, whether that's going to be in the way of anger or if it's going to be in sadness one way or another, it's going to, it's going to come back up to the surface. And they talked about um, in counseling the most useful aspect of it that they found is people actually being able to talk about it. So what are some practical ways now as we're wrapping up this episode that we can uh, apply this wisdom to our lives? Like, how do we forgive? What steps do we go through as Christians that we can really forgive someone and like not just have it be like when we were kids and we were forced to forgive just because the, you know, I don't want to forgive just because the Bible told me to forgive. I want to forgive someone because... I really mean it. Like, I want to forgive that person. But how do I do it? Yeah, I think the first thing that we have to do is we have to truly understand what we're forgiving them. Because I think the uh, going back to when we were kids, we were told to apologize. So we did. So it didn't have any meaning to it. When someone's wronged us and there's been a personal uh, impact on our lives, we have to understand what we're forgiving them. And I think going alongside that, we have to make sure we have a, um, we assess the situation by a different perspective. Because what uh, I think Eric talked about earlier was maybe someone offended us and they didn't know. Or maybe we offended someone and we didn't know. An important thing to keep in mind is if you are, if you notice yourself having trouble forgiving others, then I would kind of look back at yourself and see if you've actually forgiving yourself and I because I struggled that I've I've struggled with that quite a lot in the past not feeling like I'm worth the forgiveness and that I you know I I deserve the forgiveness at all because of just things that I've done in the past I've been really I've always just been really disappointed in myself um and I remember like a few months ago I like I was just at work and I was remembering things that I've done in the past for some reason it just started popping up in my head like everything was replaying and I was just overwhelmed by shame and guilt and um, and I just I, I literally just I just started bursting I burst into tears in the middle of work and it was really embarrassing so I like went into the bathroom 
and um and then I looked at myself in the mirror with like bloodshot eyes because I was just crying so much because of the pain that I was feeling and then I was reminded the whole reason that God sent his one and only son onto this earth was to die for our sin and to and we so we've been forgiven um I, but before that, I just remember feeling so trapped and lost and helpless because I didn't know how to get away from those feelings of shame and those feelings of guilt. And I just think if you have trouble with forgiveness, just remember that this is it's not God's will for us to live in the constant state of fear and this constant state of guilt and depression. Because if we do stay in that mindset, then it, it'll block opportunities for God to actually move through us like whenever we go through those difficult times if we are you know just thinking that we're worthless and that we don't have anything to give back to the world then it crowds our heart and God is not able to move through us and we're not able to love like him and thinking back a few months ago I could have stayed in those feelings of pain and guilt but I chose to forgive myself because God had already forgiven me um like, if we have a painful past, instead of living in fear and shame, then we can choose to use it for the goodness of God. And I think that's the whole point of forgiveness, is just choosing to forgive and choose to move choose to move through those difficult times and mend those relationships. Because that is when we are able to see God move so clearly. You know, we've talked a lot about uh, forgiveness, and we've kind of talked about it in a very optimistic way. Almost like, if you go to someone for forgiveness... Um, it will um, always happen and basically you get a happily ever after story but for any of us that have been through this process we know that's not always the case you know like there's there's gonna be times where you know there can be forgiveness given but it doesn't restore the relationship to where it was and I think that's a, a major thing to remember because if we're going back to remembering or if we're going back earlier in the podcast forgiveness means change so we could forgive someone who doesn't ask for it but we're saying you wronged us i'm forgiving you even if they're not going to change i've fallen away from really really close friends because of just lifestyle differences um you know especially ways in our spiritual walk of uh, we didn't agree on what or who Christians are, and definite, definite lifestyle changes. You know, we grew apart, and I remember growing away from one in particular, and it seemed like every month or so, like, we would get into a huge fight, like, just yelling, like, walls shaking, you know, windows rattling out of the frame, and, like, making up, like, a couple weeks later, going, you know, I forgive you, it's okay, I'm sorry. And then, like, the next couple weeks the exact same thing happened and this repeated for months and months on end and it just got to this one point of where we just said why does it always come to this where I ask for forgiveness when we're apologizing and the exact same thing happens and that's because there was no change and I had to get to the point of where I'm like okay I'm going to forgive this person I'm not going to hold anything over them but I know our relationship isn't going to be as strong and it killed me. That's just being honest, but that's what I had to deal with. You know, I, I forgave 
this person for everything they did, for everything they said to me, everything. But I had to understand we were two different people with two very different values and our friendship likely wasn't going to stand. So forgiveness doesn't always have an happy ending with a bow and like a fairy tale ending but that's part of it you know we're supposed to forgive people whether it's easy or not to do so to wrap up this episode let's kind of like sum up our talking points real quick so started off forgiveness something that i think that kind of just wraps up the concept of forgiveness is just remembering that it's a choice and it's it's an action it's a behavior it's not just a feeling or emotion. Like, we can't just say, oh, I forgive them, and then everything is done. Like, we to forgive someone, there, there has to be change, like you were saying. Like, we should see forgiveness through our actions because of how we love or how we, how we speak to someone. So, yeah, we've got that. Consequences of not forgiving. You're going to be super bitter. You're going to hate everyone now. Maybe not everyone, but you're going to be bitter. You're going to not... You're going to have hate in your heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do we forgive? What's like a quick sum up of how do we forgive someone? We have to fully understand what we're forgiving them for. We not only have to be intentional about forgiving them, but we have to understand exactly how we've been hurt, um, how they've hurt us. And then we have to come to the conclusion of, I'm not going to hold this over anyone. I'm not going to hold this over them anymore, no matter how much it hurt me. That's actually what releasing that and that's what equals forgiveness yeah and a good practice not holding that over them is asking god how he can move through that situation or how if he wants the relationship to be mended or you know what we can get out of that how can we serve him through that situation that that experience that we went through that can also help with fulfilling forgiveness and just because the bible tells us you know forgive 70 times seven but sometimes you know like we were saying we have to walk away and sometimes yeah. there's times when we just can't stick around because it's hurting us, whether it be spiritually, emotionally, sometimes physically. You have to be smart mm. about it. Mm -hmm. Don't just keep running back to a, a relationship or a friendship. If, you know, if they're big word here, toxic, you know, you got to be smart about it and pray about it. That was a good word, guys. Well, that's all the time we've got this week on the Faith Factor podcast. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, Zach, you want to pray us out this week? Dear Holy Father, God, thank you for this day. Lord, thank you for everything you've given us. Lord, thank you for um, the words and the topics that we've discussed today. God, I pray that uh, forgiveness will be more than just a word. God, I pray forgiveness will be something that we um, do uh intuitively for the rest of our lives. God, I pray that we don't hold grudges against people. God, I pray that there won't be angerness or bitterness that festers in our heart. God, I pray that we'll be mature enough and rely on you to let that go. God, because we know the more we hang on to it, the more that we'll become angry and bitter and the farther away we'll grow to you. So God, please help us as we go every day. Lord, help us forgive and become closer to you every day. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for tuning in to the Faith Factor Podcast. I hope you'll have an amazing, amazing weekend. <laughs> <laughs>